Welcome back to Anime is for Jerks. It is September 1st. My name is Cass. Hi, it's Alex. And this month, we are talking about Evan- Neon Genesis Evangelion, the rebuild of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, Thrice Upon a Time, directed by Hideaki Anno, Kazuya Tsuramaki, Katsuichi Nakamaya, uh, and Mahiro Maeda, and produced by uh, Studio Kara. Uh, Alex. Yes. What, what, what were you going to ask me? What did you think? So, I'm. Well, first, actually, pretty we confident. Should... I'm pretty confident in saying this is the worst thing we've seen for this podcast. <laughs> I actually don't think it's as bad as 3.0. Um, Interesting. I think 3.0 is worse, but um, it's close. Um, but, um, we should explain why we're not talking about Tokyo Godfathers, um, which is that, um, so you, it was your turn to choose and you chose Tokyo Godfathers. I wasn't paying attention and you obviously weren't paying attention that, uh, 3.0 plus 1.0 English subs were being released this month. Um, and so I only realized when I saw people on Twitter tweeting about watching it finally. Yeah, Um, I mean, I, I had just like occasionally went gone to see if it was like available to watch and it hadn't been and i've forgotten about it and i was like (sighs) like i had it had not been a priority of mine to watch this film no it it was not a priority of mine either and i wasn't paying attention because it wasn't my turn to choose um but then we realized but yeah but then we realized so uh next month is going to be our halloween episode uh we're gonna watch mononoke um, mm-hmm. I'll say that up front, I guess. We'll say it again at the end of the episode, because this will be a long episode. You'll, you will have forgotten. Unless, um, unless the 1.2 patch comes out for this movie. Um, anyway. Anyway, uh, as to why, as to why I feel this is the worst thing we watched. I mean, okay, part of it was that, like, the previous, like, it's been two years. Like for, I forget yeah, for, exactly kind for of for what it, it's it's but, been two, it's been two years almost exactly since we talked to yeah, Shiro Star episode this, about. I think this is worse rebuilds. in part because it's so fucking long. It's two and a half hours. It is. Uh, it's way too long. In part, yet yeah, like it is objectively a bad movie, but also just as the end of the rebuilds, it's such a just it's such a fucking insult to the original series and to the end of Evangelion that. It just, like, it really... Yeah, I think I think in a vacuum, it's not as bad as 3.0, but for what it represents, I think it's worse. Yeah. Yeah, like... I would I, agree I, with that. And, I, and you, you were making fun of me for actually having watched, re-watched yeah. the other So I, I just went and reread the synopses of 2.0 and 3.0 because I, I couldn't quite remember what happened in which... Um, Alex actually went the extra mile and went and rewatched the rebuilds. Like, yeah, like I didn't have anything to do this weekend, so like I was like kind. I put I put them on, and then I would be doing other stuff as, at the same time, and just kind of like trying and just kind of refamiliarizing myself. But I think it was actually like it. There was it. It it, it was useful in a sense because yeah. it kind of got me in the right mood by the end of this. So like, okay, here. So I'm gonna. This is gonna seem like a segue, but like. 
this pa- this passage came to me at, at, as the as this movie ended that kind of uh, summed up how I was feeling. It's actually a passage from of all things of uh, his Dark Materials series oh by Philip Pullman, and that that hasn't aged great. Let's I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna um, say it's it's still a great series or whatever. But it's, there are definitely some turns of phrase that have stuck with me. And and this was one of them. In in the, it's in the second book when this woman basically gets her soul eaten, and so, <laughs> so it goes like this. She felt a nausea of the soul, a hideous and sickening despair, a melancholy weariness so profound that she was going to die of it. Her last conscious thought was disgust at life. Her senses had lied to her. The world was not made of energy and delight, but of foulness, betrayal, and lassitude. Living was hateful, and death was no better. And from end to end of the universe, this was the first and last and only truth. And that's how you felt watching this movie? Uh, by the end of it, like, it was... Like, <laughs> I, 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 mentioned, I mentioned at one point, like, my kind of... Like there are there are movie there are things we've watched that I've had more of a visceral negative reaction to Penguin Highway obviously, but like the rebuilds, like it's just this kind of like this 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 nausea of the soul. It's it's just so like empty of like of of meaning and like like yeah any, any anything that makes like. It, it worth while yeah it's uh and we could talk about this a little bit more this is a movie about how you should stop watching anime and go outside <laughs> uh and it's it's very obvious from both what the movie is about and how the movie is that Hideaki Anno did not want to make this movie that he did not enjoy the process of making it that he had no interest in making it and that he only did it out of obligation because it's been 20 fucking years since he promised that he was going to do this um so yeah so this movie begins graciously with a recap of the last three uh rebuild movies which was which was useful uh and then it ends with uh the last lines of 3.0 which basically form like the thesis statement if there is one of this movie which is there are no sins that can't be atoned for there is hope there is always hope um and then we are thrust into a glossy JPEG of Paris tinted red. God. This movie, like, the first thing that becomes apparent when you watch this movie is that it looks like shit. It, it is, it, it's a, it, yeah, like, it is, it it is offensive a to the movie. senses. Um, like, there, it, there are a few, a few good backgrounds, and that's really about it. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a section of about, I don't know, like 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes where they're in like a town and stuff. And like that stuff looks okay. Um, But like this, so they're on, so like the background is like a skybox and then like a glossy like JPEG satellite photo of Paris with a red tint on it. And they have, um, and, and, and just like, the the ships and the mechs and everything are just yeah. so busy like the thing that immediately came to mind watching this was the michael bay transformers movies um <laughs> because they had the exact same problem which is that in by 2009 computer graphics technology had advanced to the point where michael bay could make optimus prime look like shit 
you know like in in the original cartoons i'm not a big transformers fan or whatever but in the original cartoons because they're cartoons and they're from the 80s and they had to be hand animated on the cheap the designs are really simple and clean and iconic and in the michael bay transformers movies they get turned into these disgusting busy messes that are impossible to read in a fight because michael bay doesn't understand there's a I, I brought this I brought this up in a previous maybe I brought this up while talking about the the rebuilds in the past but I brought this up on the podcast in the past but there's a great uh, video essay by the YouTube channel Every Frame of Painting called What Is Bayhem which is about how Michael Bay constructs images and the way that he does that by just layering as much sort of like layers of parallax and motion on top of each other as possible to make every shot feel massive but he has no concept of like when balance yeah he has no concept of like when to make to when to do that and when not to do that so when he does it and it's so and it works it really works because he's really good at it but he also does it he makes no distinction between when a character is saying something important or when they're saying something complete nonsense you know <laughs> and this yeah. movie is exactly the same so like this fight scene is impossible to follow this it's it's impossible to figure out what's going on because I, the I only try the only like, shots that are visually parsable are the shots inside of the cockpit where we we are introduced again much like in, at the beginning of 2.0, we're introduced to Madi first, who sucks. She sucks. She shouldn't be in these movies. She serves no purpose. She's just annoying. She's just an annoying character. Um, and they just, they just, just relish just like having her boobs bounce and showing her ass really close to the camera. And it's just like her character seems to exist only to give them another girl for the camera to leer at. Yeah, like you. Yeah, you've mentioned before how like Anno was like spent months trying to figure out what to do with her and couldn't come up with anything, and then like doubles down on yeah. on her and makes her like the central ca- like character. Of yeah, this movie. like in two point in two she feels out of place because she doesn't do anything in the plot. She's just around, yeah. and in three she's not really around at all. And then now in this movie, she's integral to the plot, but it doesn't actually answer the question as to why she's here yeah like and that's the thing like her character like she doesn't have one her character is that she's a a girl with glasses and big boobs yeah like like i've complained like opai megane that's her whole character (laughs) yeah it's like like i think i think like in like the original series like like asuka might be like one of the best characters in all of anime yeah she's amazing and she's just gutted here yeah and like ray is like ray is also gutted she gets turned from like in in the original show ray is a and and like it's very obvious that they're, these characters in the rebuilds are not supposed to be the characters from the original show. That they were right. trying to do something different. But and it also has a different last name. And like... Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and in, you know, I, I was reading about some of the production details and like, you know, Anno literally instructed, you know, the actors to play these characters as though they were different characters from the ones that they played in the original show. You know, and like. And I think they literally are. Yeah. Um, by the time we get to the end, like, we, like, oh, they're all, like, Asuka is a, is a bunch of clones as well. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so, like, Ray, like, in, in the original show, Ray is not stupid. No. She is s- the smartest character in the show. <laughs> Um, you know, she knows more about what's going on 
than pretty much anybody else and she is she has responded to the trauma of her life by pulling inwards and yeah. by refusing to talk which other people interpret in various ways but it's all projection you know um and in this movie and in the rebuild generally she's a bimbo <laughs> she's just like like she's just she's it's... just like one of like she's just a, a stock like archetype of like the extremely like wide-eyed like yeah nice, she's just like an alien um, bimbo like yeah like the funny yeah i've, I've like d- during the, there's a se- there's a sequence a sequence it's like a fucking a half hour at least um when they're at when they're at the village uh yeah and she's kind of like learning to interact with more multiple people like i was like i was just thinking this is just like a bad version of violet evergarden which is already not (laughs) a good anime uh because that's about like a um yeah so there's there's like a whole sequence where there's a big fight there's a bunch of ugly how to be human there's a bunch of fucking ugly robots and they get into a big fight with it and they the, the boss enemy is here and i hate it um and they talk like and then there's like intense hacking and it's like i wish filmmakers would stop trying to make hacking look exciting it's it is impossible to make somebody typing at a computer look tense yeah the computers are not cool yeah but also (laughs) the original show did a scene like this way better in the episode where an angel where an angel is a computer virus that infects the magi Um, oh i forgot that bit that like that was a million times better because Ritzko is a cool character. Yeah. yeah. Um. God. Yeah, um, I mean, and- yeah. Like the only like the only thing about this the entire rebuilds that like has any worth is like Ritzko's butch haircut, which is <laughs> which is pretty which is pretty cool. Um, but, uh, other than that. Yeah. And um. Yeah, so we, we see this whole sequence, which goes on for fucking ever, because I'm for like 10 minutes. We're still um, in the opening sequence, right? We're still in the opening sequence, yeah. Uh, it's just about, like, uh, it, it's trying to introduce us to Villa, which we were introduced to obliquely in 3.0 at the start of the movie, because they, like, arrest Shinji and put a collar on him, and then Shinji yeah. escaped from them. And Villa is an organization run by Masada who is dedicated to destroying Nerve, and Nerve is being run by, still being run by Gendo. And uh, Grandma Tarkin, uh, <laughs> I forget his name. No, that's 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 his name. Yeah. Um. So and and we see what they're doing, which is they're like placing some kind of like weird cylinder in the landscape, which like makes it not red anymore. Uh, <laughs> because that's what the third impact did: is it made the whole world red, uh, and red is it's bad. Uh, for some red is red is red is the, red is the bad color. Yeah, and so they can make it not red anymore. Uh, okay. See, pretty much every like fight scene, I more or less tuned out because this was so long, and I'd already like been so ground down by the by three that yeah, like any plot thing that happened during a fight, I probably didn't pick up on. Yeah, this happens like right at the end of the fight and it's it's not important. Because like the thing is is that I like they, they spend all of this time introducing us to what Villa does. First and foremost, we get told this exact thing later by Kensuke. 
yeah. So this yeah. whole scene is 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 irrelevant. And then secondly, none of this is at all relevant to the plot. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why that's why none I of it ever comes tuning. up again. That's why I felt comfortable tuning out because like I, I I had a pretty good idea what was like actually like relevant to the characters and their their narratives and so the so and and basically basically the answer was none of it and we talked about this in the in like the two years ago when we did our podcast on on the series and we were talking about the frame narrative and the and like the meta narrative and how the frame narrative is cool robot uh and to to, to simplify and the meta narrative is is about kind of uh both becoming an adult and and becoming a like responsible self-reliant individual and also learning how to interact with other people and and um like we talked at various points about about how those kind of narratives like when 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 they mesh well and when they don't when they split apart um and of course like uh this is where the meme came from because like the the you you made the point that there's kind of a pedagogical aspect of it, like get these kids to watch Cool Robot and then teach them about their emotions. Yeah. Uh, and so the entire rebuild, like I feel like it's it's the Cool Robot meme, but the little guy is Hideaki Anno making the rebuilds. Yeah, I, these I, movies spend a lot of time on fight scenes. Uh, but we we've completely lost lost the point. I don't think we've completely lost the point because I think that the point has become a lot less subtle and a lot less interesting. Um, You know, so, so after that fight scene, we get a long sequence of, of Asuka, Ray and Shinji walking through the the red zone. Uh, Yeah. So that, so at the end of, at the end of 3.0, like instead of being like doing like kind of, in the, in the in the original in, in end of Ava, Shinji acts in self-destructive and like self-destructive and fucked up ways because he's traumatized and unwilling to kind of uh, be vulnerable with other people and et cetera, et cetera. All, like he's a he's a shithead, but it's he's a sympathetic and kind of like uh, you understand why he's acting. In yeah. the way he's acting, in the end of three he's just a shithead. Uh, like he, that he and Kaoru are like dual wielding the Ava, and they're and they're trying to like do pull some spears out of a out of a corpse, and then Kaoru suddenly realizes it's a, it's a stupid idea, and he's like, "Wait, should you don't?" And Asuka's like, "Hey, should you don't?" And Mary's like, "Hey, should you don't?" And he's like, "Fuck you all! I'm gonna do it." Uh, and then everything blows up, and the third impact happens, and then uh, he, Ray, and uh, Asuka go on their little road trip, and that's where this picks up, when, um, and they wind up at the village instead of going back to Misato, yeah. um, which is what you would normally do, I would imagine. Yeah, I think I don't, they I don't maybe got. They... I think they maybe got separated from Misato. Oh, okay. Uh, and then they had to go to the village to wait for her because they rejoin oh, okay. up with her. That makes sense. Um, so they were just walking around looking for some kind of settlement. But yeah, it's and like like the thing is is that like, ugh, it's, ugh, yeah. Shinji is, Shinji is such a shit in this movie. He just he's such a 
he's such a nothing of a character. Yeah. Um, but there's no, and there's nobody. Well, I was about to say there's nobody to replace him as the sort of like center of the movie. Except there is. There's Gendo. We'll get to him. Um, and Mary. And but Mari doesn't have any character arc. She just didn't do anything. Oh she, no! But we learned that all along she's been secretly characterized as Judas Iscariot. Yes. Um, uh, that I wanted to fly to Hideaki Anno's house and kill him when <laughs> that line happened. <laughs> that was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, that was yeah, okay. So yeah, so so they, yeah, so they show up at this village and then for like forty five minutes it's chapter five of Kentucky Rat Zero. <laughs> uh, uh. And so, like, yeah, this is what, this is what I was wondering. So, like, uh, so it's um, like grown-up Toji, who yeah wasn't a character in the rebuilds. If you remember the original series, he was their classmate. Um, eventually, he became a pilot, and he was in the Ava that went rogue, and that Shinji was ordered to destroy. Yes. And in my favorite single moment in the entire that, show. That was, yeah, I mean, that was one, like, one of the high points of the original series. Um, Shinji, ref- like, and Shinji refused, and then it was put in autopilot, and Toji was almost killed. Uh, I realized in the manga that he actually does get killed, which I feel like makes more sense. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. In the rebuilds, it's Asuka in there, and Toji is basically a non-character. Um until he shows up now, 14 years older, because um, Shinji was in a, in a coma for 14 years. And conveniently, conveniently enough, Rei and Asuka haven't aged at all, so we can still leer at them yeah. uh, in their prepubescent forms. They're not prepubescent. They have, they have well, boobs. But... Yeah, I know. But like, what's yeah, the, we can what's still leer at 16-year-old girls. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's oh, it's phenomenally dumb. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was just waiting for the hand wavy explanation of why they haven't aged, and, and it, it did not disappoint. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah. So we go to this village. It's being supported by Villa, who have a, like an organization called Credit, and oh yeah, like all of this stuff, and then like the uh, during the sequence, during the fight sequence at the beginning of the thing, there's like a close up on like their shoes, which are like. They have, like, a brand on them, and it says, like, like mag, mag boots or whatever. And I'm like, why the fuck are there brands after the apocalypse? <laughs> like, why why any of this? Like, why the fuck? Yeah, this is that, that's like a Carol Tuesday level of, uh, un, like, unimaginative. Of, uh, yeah, unimaginative. Because I'm, like, sitting here, and I'm, like, looking at the screenshot that I have of, like, all the, of, like, the shipping containers that say credit on the side. And I'm like, why? Yeah, like, 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 ha- like, like the, an apocalypse like, happened. Like, do you understand, like the like the political economy around NGOs? Like, they don't, you don't need branding after the apocalypse. Yeah, I, I just like, I'm looking, and it's, it's like, it's the sort of thing where it's like, it feels like a nitpick, you know, like, it, but it, it's also just indicative of just like how, just careless like, how careless show. and like how stupid the whole premise is. You know, um, it's, ugh, ugh, ugh. Uh, um, so yeah, so yeah, so we meet Toji, and, and, uh, Toji is, is now a doctor, and he's married the class rep, who is also much, not really a character. 
Um, we meet a cat for the first time. Yeah. We meet ten uh, cats. They eat dinner. Ray is excited. Uh, Shinji doesn't want to talk to anybody or eat anything. Uh, Ray is confused by the concept of babies. <laughs> uh, Little potatoes. Yeah. Potatoes and, and like this, it, it, one thing that I forgot, an element above 3.0 that I forgot was that like this isn't Ray. This is a, a Ray clone who like has to act like Ray. Um, And it reminds me very much of the Don Hertzfeld film World of Tomorrow, um, Mm. which is great, uh, unlike this movie. Um, And for any, everybody should watch that movie because it's it's really, really good. Uh, Don Hertzfeld, by the way, is the guy who did the rejected cartoons and My Spoon's Too Big and that stuff. Uh, And he Uh. uh, is still animating and he made for Netflix in the like last five ish years he made two movies one called it's such a beautiful day which is really amazing um and uh another called world of tomorrow world of tomorrow is a movie about uh that was it was is largely constructed out of like writing dialogue around spontaneous vocalizations made by his like four-year-old child oh. um <clears throat> and it tells this story about a clone of his daughter from the future coming back in time to learn from her how to be like her because in the future everybody gets cloned in order to preserve themselves into forever for Im- with, with immortality but Plus, like it, it, with each successive generation like information gets lost and so she has oh, to like time travel back and like learn about what it's like to be this person um, i was about to say it's like it's, it's mariah but then it very suddenly wasn't yes um yeah it's it's very high concept it's very good um yeah, it's uh, yeah. Don Hertzfeld, the the fucking my spoon is too big guy, has has become like an, an extremely talented avant garde filmmaker, working uh, on topics of like immortality and memory and and like illness and death and all that stuff. It's so good. But yeah, but yeah. So Ray, so yeah. So then they have this conversation where they're like, "Oh, you're Ray Ayanami. We know you from school." And she's like, "Oh, I'm not. I'm not Ray." And they're like, "Oh, what is your name?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't have one." And they were like, "All right, well, we'll just call you Miss Lookalike." Um, because you look a lot like Ray. Uh, because nobody on Earth looks like Ray. Um, <laughs> except yeah, except when a certain dead woman. Yeah, and then uh, and then Kensuke comes home and he's got booze and they all hang out and then um, Kensuke was was uh, Toji's friend and their classmate. Yeah, he was the guy. The he was the nerd with the camera. In the original he was the show. nerd with the camera. Um, and now he's like a handyman for the uh, for the the settlement. Um, and so then Ray watches the, the in in one of the another one of the worst things that's ever happened to me. The sequence where Ray watches the class rapid breastfeed the baby, and then Ray is like, "What are you doing?" And she's like, "Oh, babies grow big by drinking their mother's milk." And then Ray just like fondles her own tits, um, and yeah. it's just like big, just like I have nipples. Greg, can you milk me? uh mm-hmm. it's the worst uh um, yeah yeah it's uh um and then we see asuka for the f- and then uh shinji gets taken home with kensuke to go to his house because there's not enough room in toji's house and turns out asuka is staying there and the first time we see asuka and she has a speaking role she's completely naked um, i mean she spends like the entire she spends hour yeah, naked yeah she's basically. almost completely naked the entire time um you know and it's not even like done in like a 
uh, it's it's like so fan servicey. There's like just like the immediate next shot that we see of her is of her falling asleep, and it's just like a close up on her ass, and then she like spreads uh, her legs. It's the uh, fucking worst. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and then we also learned that every time Shinji see Asuka storing a DSS collar, which is like the explosive collar that Shinji was was made to wear. I forget all of the details about those collars, but because Kaoru was blown up, his head was blown up by one during at the end of 3.0, Shinji th- vomits every time he sees the DSS collar. Um, and that's sort of like the first response they get out of um that's the first time he yeah. like he does anything out of, out of him yeah that's the first time he does anything except just sort of stare there yeah he like walks into the thing and she's like i'm naked why aren't you getting all hot and flustered um um yeah it sucks it sucks so bad it yeah it's it's um like yeah like it like like i it's i'm not like i'm beyond like indignant i'm just drained yeah at this point um and so then we get ray going she goes to like plant rice with the lady with the ladies um and like these scenes like it's like they're not bad they would be cute in a different context but it's fucking ray ayanami like is why it doesn't work (laughs) also like this is just kind of the the just the laziest form of storytelling it's just like just throw her in a montage and like have people laugh at her then like yeah it's it's just it just sucks it's the fucking it's like fucking chapter five of kentucky ride zero except like bad like really <laughs> bad I, I haven't i haven't played chapter five um yeah so if anybody hasn't played cha- chapter five of kentucky ride zero you play as a cat and you sort of walk around as <gasps> you uh see a bunch of people sort of repairing a village after a storm came that broke a bunch of stuff and killed two of their horses um it is absolutely beautiful and amazing like the rest of that game um and this movie is not that um but it is that sort of same thing of just like oh the hard-working power of hope and people standing around and you know just like getting getting work done because it's the only thing you can do after a disaster like this has happened um you know and it's like i get it but also, I feel like I'm in fucking therapy, man. It's, like, yeah, this whole movie is so just like sentimental. It's so fucking it's, cloying. It's like I cloying oh, is the right word. It's uh, like it, like it's it reminds me of why I hate therapy. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I was, yeah, that's not what I thought. But like I was like, like the, like okay, like obviously you can have like obviously. I, like it's not necessarily fair to, like i was i was gonna talk about end of ava and how like end of ava ends in like not happy it's it, it's no. it, 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 but like you can't you can't you can't have movies that like are somewhat hopeful or or uplifting without this like you don't yeah it, it doesn't have to be one or the other and yeah. so and so this is just it's a, it, it just like it it really does just feel like cuz and i like 
it what it it doesn't what I was gonna say is that it feels like it's a movie about depression made by somebody who's never had depression, but it doesn't feel like that because I know Hideaki Anno he got depressed during the production of this movie. It's part of why it took so long. He's struggled with depression for thirty years now. You know, it feels like a movie made by somebody who used to struggle with depression and then got over it by meditating and is like really telling you how much you should really try mindfulness. <laughs> and it's like I want you to die. Um, you know, like it's, like, it's just, I mean, like, I don't, I don't think it's even that, like, I don't think there's even that much to it. Like you said before, there are four directors, like, Anna didn't know what the hell he was doing. Like, it's, it's much easier to write, like, this cheap Hallmark uh, drivel than it is to write, like, anything less like less cloying uh in in like whether it's whether it's like optimistic or lighthearted or dark like yeah it's just... it, it sort of whiplashes between ray who is sort of like coming to terms with her trauma and her relationship with the world by with us in a sort of positive way by relating to these people and then asuka who is like you know beating the crap out of shinji and force feeding him sponge cake um <laughs> And, and, and that like was, that was that was almost an interesting like interestingly done scene i hated it, it. i hated that it scene was, so much it, it was one of the worst wasn't. things it was one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life because it because they they did the same mistake that they made in 3.0 which is that they were like oh this whole scene is actually just a 3d thing so we can emulate a handheld camera um i mean at least they were trying to do something uh, I, I, like i felt like that was that was like the first time like they had there was any sort of conscious thought <laughs> yeah. involved in in the the like how the shots were composed it didn't work it looked weird and bad but like at, at least i felt like there yeah. was there like they weren't on autopilot uh yeah, it's such a weird sequence because, like, in part because of that, because it feels so. Yeah, it's just this like weirdly violent, like force feeding thing, and he and she and she's you know you know she's shoving like this food in his mouth, and she's like you're just idling like a sugar, afraid of getting hurt. She got all this time to yourself. Why don't you think about why I tried to punch your face in before? You're so mentally feeble, you know. And it's 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 like I kept waiting for the shot to like try to interestingly mirror the end of end of Ava. But in uh, reverse, I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone involved in this film has rem- remembers what. Yeah, uh, fucking right. But like, I, I like, cause, like, there's several moments where they tease because there is a fucking bit later on where they show up on the beach from End of Ava. Yeah, and and in, and and Oscar is there and she's like super nude for some reason. Um, right. she, she, her outfit is super horny and then like it's like that felt super deliberately like a callback like you don't have to like like a callback and a <laughs> deliberate like like reference and and like different way that scene could have gone um yeah i mean like yeah when I, when I say no one remembers what happened because like when asuka says like don't you want to think about why like i want to punch your lights out and like uh, like at the end the answer like, is stupid shinji yeah shinji is like he's he's like because when you were in the in the ava that went rogue and like Enda ordered me to kill you i didn't i didn't either help you or kill you because i didn't want to take a responsibility and it's like that's not what happened <laughs> 
it's like he literally couldn't do anything because it because gendo put the thing on autopilot yeah it's it's uh yeah and it, it just it like and that's that's the whole thing is that asuka's rage towards shinji feels and every everybody's rage towards shinji whenever they're mad at shinji and also everybody's love for shinji when they're when they're kind towards shinji feels so fucking inauthentic because it just like because his character is so his drained of yeah, all kind of like yeah everyone's character is drained like like the the kind of what stood out to me again watching the fir- like the first couple of rebuilds is just how like this complete misunderstanding of kind of the the different mediums of yeah. tv versus movie and like how they try to take everything from the show and just force feed it into a much shorter like uh set of series of of films and that so you so all the characterization not just that flies much shorter <laughs> god um but yeah no, like all the characters emerge just kind of like flat. so like yeah so flat in comparison to what yeah. they originally were and you can were, contrast but... like like shinji's like the crime that everybody's mad at shinji for in this is causing the the near third impact or the theater third impact or whatever right. it is that they call it um and and it's just like it's so it's it's so alien because it's not like prior because like shinji doesn't get any time to be like an actual asshole like in a real world way he's right. just causing apocalypses over and over again <laughs> and at a certain point it, like because he causes an apocalypse at the end of 2.0 and then he causes another apocalypse at the end of 3.0 and it's like like at a certain point it's just like i don't care like you can't yeah. just do the same thing again and because like in end of ava it's the he Michael Bay the, thing. Yeah, in the end of Ava, he spends the first, you know, like thirty minutes of that movie up until the instrumentality uh, bit and everyone melting into Tang, being an asshole in a very conventional way. Like something yeah. terrible is going on, and people are trying to care about him, and he is being obstinate, and he is being, you know, just like a jerk and like very, like he, like he's being such a big shit who doesn't do anything or want anything and he you know doesn't accomplish anything and he you know is is so fully checked out because it begins in kind of the most like his kind of the most concrete like act of like assholery you could imagine which is him like jacking off yes in like over ask uh, yeah and he does that and it it, it comes right after he kills kaoru with like end of eva happens right like right after that episode of the show where he kills kaoru um you know which is like there's there's a build-up to it you know and then you can then you can understand and it's not the the thing people are mad at him for is not causing the third impact and all that stuff he causes the third impact because he doesn't seem to understand that, there, that there's a way for people to forgive him if he were to like make himself vulnerable to himself accept responsibility for his actions accept that he has value you know like he thinks of himself as being worthless and therefore that when he does things wrong that there's no uh that there's no way that he can ever redeem himself and so he just ends the world um you know whereas yeah. In this movie, he just, like, it's the same sort of thing, but it comes across less well because the world ending, like, every, the stakes are so fucking high that you just forget that this is a metaphor for anything. 
Right, right. I mean, that's yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. We've kind of we've we've completely kind of uh, that the 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 two the two narratives have just kind of like gone off. They each each got taken their life of their own, and uh, the cool robot story is just like yeah, because this movie eating, eating also yeah, it world. spends so much time on shit that doesn't like. The, the brilliant thing about both End of Ava and especially the original show ending was realizing that the thing that mattered about Ava was not all this nonsense about Sele and instrumentality and, you know, the Lilith and the third impact and all that and, and, and LCL and all this stuff. It was not any of that. It was the personal journeys of the characters. Yeah. And turning those last two episodes into you know a powerpoint presentation about that um you know presented in a very in a style that centered the metaphor and centered the character journeys made it powerful and end of Ava struck a good balance between resolving a lot of plot threads and also doing a lot of of good character work you know a lot of the stuff that happens in end of ava like everybody melting in a tang and stuff like that is probably stuff that they wanted to happen in the last two episodes of the show but didn't have the budget for and then now it's just like what the fuck is going on right and 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 especially like end of ava like all all i really remember that is the character stuff like yeah like like the the tag stuff is is like visually interesting and like like it's it's it it kind it's kind of a it's kind of a nice kind of like it's 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 nice that they they wrapped up the the frame narrative but in 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 like a in like a pretty cool way but like that's not what really matters yeah. that's not why this why the show is good and that's not why end of Ava is good uh, and like okay and the the funny thing is like remember when we did this first this the first episode of, of the of like of like the series and then end of Ava like. I didn't even like the show. That <laughs> like, like, and like, and if you had like, if you had to ask me like my kind of like most kind of like sober evaluation, I would say like, like this, like the series has some great moments and a lot of nonsense. Uh, overall, it's good. End of Ava comes pretty close to being great. Uh, and, but like, I think I rate them l- lower overall than, um than you do yeah i mean i love them they're really special to me but Um, like like when it comes like now that the rebuilds are out i'm like original original series is a goddamn masterpiece this is this is this is this is this is a (laughs) desecration of its memory how could you how could you (laughs) how could you do this um, so yeah, so Shinji uh, leaves after Asuka yells at him and goes and hangs out at the ruins of Nerve HQ, which is now like a big lake. Uh, and then Asuka follows him to like make sure he's okay because she actually secretly cares about him. And it's like, and it's oh my god, it's like because because like the the sh- in the show there's so much more like dynamic range for the characters to like sort of yeah, bounce off like, of each other and in this right like in the yeah in the, in the original season end of Ava Asuka's like attitude towards Shinji is so much more complicated yeah yeah uh, they have and, they have all this room and then in this show Asuka in order to like convey the important stuff and for like the plot beats to get hit Asuka just has to be just a huge bitch all the time and whereas yeah. in the show she's a huge bitch who rules in this show she's a huge bitch who sucks 
like yeah she's just like yeah everyone's flattened she's just like the tsundere um and uh, like ray is whatever that archetype is alien bimbo uh and then mari is just like the fan service <laughs> Uh, I mean, uh, literally, at the end of like at the end of the other three rebuilds, when they're like previewing the next one, they have her saying like "servicu" at yeah. the end, uh, which which really kind of like drives home. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty despicable. Um, yeah, and like like when Asuka yells it, like I, I like you can contrast this. Uh, bit where Asuka yells at Shinji with the bit where Asuka yells at Shinji with the fight after the third impact in End of Eva where they're in the kitchen and Asuka she says the meme um, you know uh, that whole bit uh, yeah pathetic uh, okay. alright she says disgusting later yes um, and um, and that whole sequence Asuka feels so righteous in that sequence like yeah. shinji is just such a little shit in that in that scene like he's such a little petulant baby and he talks to her about how he she's the only one who will understand him and she chews him out being like no i i'm just the only person who will tolerate you anymore you know like i i'm just the closest person to you you don't actually want me specifically anyone will do you know and like and just god that whole sequence is so fucking good and then you can contrast it with this sequence where she's just like she's just like saying all these empty platitudes and just this empty garbage she has nothing specific to say she has nothing specific to chew him out on because he hasn't done anything yeah because they've forgotten like (laughs) because yeah they have to make up a reason for her to be mad at him which is that like he he's so mentally feeble that like in in this 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 idea that he like like somehow was like a bystander during the when when her Ava went rogue and yeah and ra- rather than like initially like refusing to fight her and then being forcibly like yeah controlled and it's yeah it's it's because he's been asleep he's been gone for 14 years like like yeah the idea that she's still this mad after all this time is unbelievable yeah yeah it's like you know like like and 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 like yeah she's mad about other stuff too like him causing the apocalypse twice um (laughs) but it's 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 like oh she's just it's just so untrue to her character because the thing that she wants and she there's like this monologue that tries to like convince us that she's still the same character where she's she's like i'm alone and that's just how it is asuka you know like that's why i pilot ava you know because it makes people like me or whatever and it's like like yeah but you don't do any of that stuff in these movies like you that character of the person who wants to be better than everybody else because getting attention makes them feel less alone you know and because like like they're an asshole to everybody because feeling like they're better than other people is what allows them to cope with their trauma that character is gone yeah like yeah she i mean she's like, replaced by a person she's who's been, just a huge bitch for no reason yeah like she's been she's been fighting like with masato for like 14 years now like she's not the same person she was yeah uh and yeah. but because we've been in stasis for 14 years like so is she basically yeah 
Um, and yeah, and she, uh, and so then Ray comes in uh, later to ask where Shinji is. And Asuka, and Asuka tells her some stuff about, like, to, pre- to, pre- to prevent us Ava pilots from transcending human limits, they put limiters on us on design time, just like the Avas. That's why we have inefficient emotions. We're designed in compliance with human cognitive behavior. This, this pissed me off so much. It's so, it sucks. It sucks like, so bad. Like, okay, not, okay, now, not only are you, like, throwing away, like, you're admitting that you your character you have not like developed your characters and so you like arbitrarily fuck like just giving them these like shit traits because you can't you can't establish them convincingly yeah like they they feel like like they need some kind of explanation for why these traumatized children behave strangely and yeah it's like it's like okay the point of the of the show is is to kind of is is to kind of help us kind of explore these traumas and kind of like how the how different people kind of cope with and do or don't overcome them and now instead now we're it's like it's like reversing it it's like we're just designed this, that way this this bullshit this bullshit like plot is now is now is now the cause of the the trauma yeah uh and it has it so what's the point of it yeah it's uh yeah like it's uh, i like i i i do get it but it's just so pointless it's just it's like it's 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 adding a bunch of complexity where it's not necessary and wasn't there originally you know because in in the original show it is implied that the so like Ray is like a uh, in the original show Ray is a clone who doesn't have a mother, um, and then it is implied slash stated sort of ish that the Asuka and um, Asuka and Shinji's Avas are powered by the souls of their mothers, which is how they like connect with them, and that their mothers were killed as a direct result of experiments conducted by Nerve because Nerve's actual purpose is not is to destroy the angels yes but that's the whole story the reason they want to destroy the angels is so that they can like the whole human instrumentality project thing and it's like yeah so yeah which is like <laughs> and like that and and like that was like pretty hand wavy and like yeah it's original. very like it, just, it, was, it was just enough hand because because the point was that like at fields represent our like yeah. fear of our 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 mortification at being known basically yeah, our fear of and, being hurt and of hurting others the hedgehog's and, dilemma you know and so and so like instead of coming to terms with that fear and learning like and um like th- like willing to willing to be hurt uh and learning how to kind of how how to kind of like be hurt and and then and then not and then heal yeah. yourself and like while connecting with other people and and basically kind of to build build up uh build up a wealth of experience and endurance that lets you live a life with other people yeah gendo just wants to melt kind of melt everyone into one kind of yeah giant consciousness so we don't have to do that work but at, at the expense of everything that's like, good about being a person if, 
yeah and so and so that's all that's all that's as much detail as we need to know about yeah. human instrumentality because that's that's what it's a metaphor for this is part of why i hate hate the ending of this movie so much is like it's it's, it's instead of like instead of doing the hard work of living on like this shit world we live in you're going to kind of like create a a idealized world with none of the hardships that you don't want to deal with well okay so the Uh, thing the thing well i I guess we'll talk about the ending literally right now we'll talk about it more when we get there in the plot synopsis but the thing that drove me nuts about the ending is that they were like imagine a world without avas and then they were like it's just like the world that we live in and it's like no the world with the avas is the metaphor for the world that we live in yeah 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 exactly what's wrong with you it's it's the same thing like like the whole point of the original show is like there are no easy outs to being human like it sucks but you've gotta like keep working at it and keep trying to like or that like what shinji creates at the very end of the show with the like clapping and congratulations and stuff is a better world than the one where in order to be a person you have to pilot a giant robot and fight yeah monsters. yeah yeah you know but, like but like but like the the idea being that like that like, you create a better world by connecting to others not by pulling yeah within, it, and you know? and it's it's yeah and it, it's 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 a process that you have to kind of take concrete steps towards with with each other and it's not one where you can just clap your hands get rid of the avas and uh go on a date with a with a gorgeous cow with big tits yeah yeah there's no there's no because shinji doesn't go unlike at the end of the original show or in end of eva shinji has no introspection shinji listens to his dad monologue for a while um which will okay we'll get to that so so (laughs) okay so so yeah so where, where, where did we leave off? So, yeah, so Asuka uh, tells Rei that their feelings have been adjusted and that Ayanami is, has been adjusted to like Shinji and your feelings were rigged by nerves since the beginning. Um, and Rei says, I see, but I don't mind. I'm happy like this. Um, and Asuka's like, I do it, do as you please then. Um, and tells tells her where Shinji is. Um, and and she asks, like, why aren't you in the village and working? And Asuka says, "Are you an idiot? This isn't the place. I, this isn't a place I'm supposed to live in. It's a place I protect." Um, ah, um, yeah. And then Ray goes to visit Shinji, and then uh, Ray gives Shinji his like Walkman. Um, that the Shinji's the, iconic the, Walkman. The, 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 yeah, the the the. the turning the Walkman into this like enormous symbol is so ridiculous. It's so stupid. Um, and he knocks it away back towards back towards Ray, and then Ray gives him some food. Um, yeah. Uh, and then she comes back later, and then Shinji asks, like, "Why are you all so nice to me?" And she says, "Because we like you." Um, you know. And this this scene, this bit here, is one of the bits that I thought was okay. I kind of liked this part. Um, it's very cloying. But it is, but like this exact conversation of like, why, why are you all so nice to me? Because we like you is, yeah. I think it's that, to, I mean, that, that like, if anything's going to be cloying, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, take like it. that. I think I think war, that interaction I think works where Shinji then gain and, and through that conversation Shinji basically gains the ability to like stand up, and so he goes back to the village and starts working. Um, and he starts going out with Kensuke up into the mountains to, like, inspect stuff. Um, and he, uh, you know, there's another bit where, like, Kensuke is like, all right, I'm going to go up into the mountains. You should stay here and, and try to get us some food. Uh, and gives him a fishing rod. And he's like, no, I've never done it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, it's so like, they just, like, keep, like, kind of, like, picking random points in, like, his original character development. And, and like, this is, like, early, like episode seven shinji of like super nervous awkward kid yeah and now now let's swap over to like uh miserable traumatized shinji from like episode 19 yeah uh, it, it's so jarring yeah um and then we get it we're explained about the the complementary elk containment field purification process nullifying <laughs> it. fuck <laughs> yeah uh, that Masato left behind. Uh, and there's also just, like, headless Avas wandering around um, um, that are kept out by, by the, the giant cylinders that, that she's left behind. You know, and this, this, this sentence was just, like, one of those things where I just, like, I feel like I'm in fucking therapy. I feel like I'm talking to somebody who does mindfulness, and I hate talking to people who do mindfulness, where the class rep is talking to Ray, and it's like, life is a continuous cycle of tough times and good times. There's nothing wrong if every day feels the same as today. That's how it is. Right now, it's the youngest I'll ever be. I want to live to the fullest right now. Um, you know, and it's like, oh, my God. Get out of this movie and go to, like, a fucking woodland retreat or some bullshit. <laughs> You don't belong in this village. You belong in Brooklyn, you piece of garbage. Uh. Oh god. Yeah, then then um Ray Ray collapses? Yeah, she's like running low on LCL. Um because, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Um and I thought I thought they straight up did like like ding dong church bell and then ha- smash cut to her grave, uh, but it was, they were actually they were that, actually visiting Kensuke's uh, Kensuke's dad. That uh, would have been something. That would have been just like, I, like that would have that would have blown my mind. That would have been amazing if if they if they Ray just like dropped dead. I thought I thought the movie was about to take a radical turn. I mean, she uh, drops dead, but not later. That like and in kind of the most like edgelordy way imaginable yeah but i thought she shocked in there just gonna like you know smash cut to a church yeah. bell and raise grave um, <laughs> that would have been better um yeah but they go uh instead they go smash cut to a church bell and and kensuke's dad's grave um mm-hmm. um and then kensuke tells shinji that he should talk to his dad and it's like you don't know my dad um <laughs> Um, I, I admire this this movie for uh, how hard it goes on uh, the fact that a dad is a cop you have to live with. Uh, <laughs> a dad is a cop with laser eyes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then they're like, we should get Ray some like real clothes. Um, and they dress her up in the exact school uniform that she wears in the original show. And it's, haha, funny joke. I get it. Uh, I get it. I saw that. It's like fucking Ready Player One, man. Uh, uh, 
like that funny fucking uh Damage Bay tweet about with the about the Ready Player One theme song. Um Link in the show notes. Yeah, link in the show notes. Uh, and then, uh, uh, so then Asuka's head explodes. Yeah, so I mean, she, not Asuka, Ray's. Um yeah. So there's a bit we go out and we meet uh we meet oh man, we get we meet Ryoji Kaji. Uh, so one, so we're about to finish tomorrow as we're recording this. We're about to finish playing through on stream uh, Shimagami Tensei Persona Three, and at this point, I think that all dudes named Ryoji suck. <laughs> um, and so we get told this is maybe my least favorite character thing that they do in this movie, it, which it, is it, the deal with with Kaji. Um, so if you don't remember who Kaji was, Kaji was the like scumbag who flirted with Masato and tended to his crops. Like he was, he was just this like douchebag with a ponytail and Masato was like really into him because people, men who write anime don't know how women are. Um, I mean, I think I think her having extremely bad taste in men is a is, is, is kind of fits her character. It does. Um, uh, it's not that bad. Um, but yeah, and then Kaji, he dies. I or I thought he died in two because he was just like tending his crops on the geo front when the second impact, when the third impact happened. Um, but no, it turns out that him and Masato start dating for real, have a child, and then he sacrifices himself to stop the third imp- to stop the third impact, um, which is insane because yeah 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 that's a bad a bad decision, and so now Kaji is like elevated to this like martyr martyr to like a, a like a, a savior like he's like the fucking messiah because he he's the one we were led to believe that masada was the leader of well villa he he is the one who founded it uh and he founded it for its real purpose so there's this whole awful scene shortly after this where we uh um when we get back onto the wunder which is masada's ship Machado's huge, ugly ship. Um, and we <laughs> learn in the worst exp- delivered exposition I've ever seen, where literally, literally, Ritzko walks into the room, talks to Masato for a little bit, and then explains to Masato something that they both know about Kaji, who is, I'm, shit, I, I must remind you, her husband, and about the ship that she commands, and about the room that she's standing in, and apparently stands in all the time. And she explains to her that actually the ship's real mission is that it holds a vault containing all of the species on Earth, because Kaji was an environmentalist, and he wanted to preserve all of the animals, and all of the plant species, and she's explaining this, not to somebody who doesn't know it, like Shinji, but to to Masato, the one person who knows it more than she does. I've never been angrier. It is, oh, it is brain meltingly bad. It is, it is just, it is the worst exposition writing in the universe. It is, it is skull piercingly yeah, Awful. see, the only reason I didn't, like, have a conniption, too, is that, like, I was, I was, at this point, I was, like, only half conscious. Uh, uh, like. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like my my, I, my my brain flagged it as as uh, as not actually important. It's not important. You're correct. I just yeah. But I, it's I, I, I remember some. I remembered something about preserving plants, and that's about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, and so yeah, so we learn about this, about how Kaji decided that he had to sacrifice himself, and then and then Masato's like, oh, she, re-, and then Kensuke tells Shinji that Masato, reg- quote, regrets all the, that you got stuck with all the baggage on your shoulders, Ikari. She felt she should have. I think she doesn't want to let you pilot an Eva because of that. And then says, Ikari, you're not the only one who's hurting. Miss Masato is in pain as well. Um, uh, and then Ray develops the stigmata uh, and starts crying. Um... And then she goes to hang out with Shinji by Nerve Headquarters, and then she turns white and explodes into Tang, um, like, directly in front of his face. And then Shinji mm-hmm. decides that he's going to go with Asuka onto the Wunder. Uh, and then he's like, well, these are the rules, and then pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was almost almost funny. Almost funny, yeah. She pulls out, like, a taser or something and just, like, just instantly not KOs him. <laughs> Bonk. Uh, and then we run into uh, Suzuhara. All these, all these, all these stupid, all these stupid new characters. Well, there's Suzuhara, who was Toji's sister, who we already knew, but I forgot who she was. I had to Google who she was. Yeah. Because yeah. like this movie does not, it like barely. Yeah. And she's like, I told you not to pilot any more Avas, but you ran away and did just that. Yeah, she's this. She like, she she met him for like. Thirty minutes in 3.0, and developed this like intensely powerful like like mother like maternal bond with him. It's so weird. Like her character's relationship to Shinji is is deranged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and even Oscar recognizes it because Oscar's like standing in the background in this shot, and she's like, "What are you, his wife?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> like why are you? Why do you like here? this? Uh, and then, and then, yeah. Then there's the pink-haired girl, um, who just looks like any any character you'd pull out of like a gotcha game. Yeah, they still have uh, they still have Gyarus in the apocalypse. <laughs> who 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 just who hates Shinji? I mean, kind of understandably um, for causing the third impact and killing all our family. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. So. Yeah, we meet her, and and she and she's like, <laughs> like all personnel is authorized to shoot him if he tries to board the Eva. Reassuring enough, no. And she said, and she, this 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 Yaru that we're talking about is like, that's just talk, no substance. And it's like, what are you, <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, because she's because she, later she says like, remember how last time when he escaped, Masato didn't didn't hit the detonator. Yeah. Uh, she she chickened out, and the implication being that she's gonna chicken out again. Yeah. Uh, which is why she, car- which is why the Gyaru carries a gun with her at all yeah. times. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's see. And they're drinking why water. Did I, why did, drinking why piss did I water. write in my notes? Nice face for a clown. Because uh, she's wearing a lot of makeup. Uh, no, I don't think this is about her. Uh, um, but anyway, and, anyway, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, and then uh, Madi comes back and I re- remember Madi's obnoxious habit of calling Asuka Hime all the time um, and smelling and, everyone and smelling everyone and like they couldn't, think of, they couldn't they couldn't think of like actual 
character traits for her so they just like make her smell people yeah and she like sprinkles like english phrases into her sentences all the time yeah she, they just like put every single obnoxious trait that a person could have into her <laughs> she just gives everybody cause she calls she calls um she calls asuka hime which the subtitles translate as highness or princess i would translate it as princess not highness uh and the, she calls shinji puppy boy and i didn't quite catch what that is in japanese yeah, like, uh, the, like, like one again. Yeah, one of kind of the kind of the most minor things that drove me up the wall was how like she and Asuka have these stupid nicknames for everyone. Yeah, uh, that they they always use. Like it's like, like, like in the original, she calls him Bakashinji sometimes. Yeah, like, that's not even a not nickname. Like not like uh, every every time without fail. And yeah. They, so so that it's so meaningful when she calls him by like normally. Ugh. Um. Yeah, and then but... Mari, we find out that Mari, Mari reads. What? Oh, yeah. Um, Her room is yeah. full of books, and she has a goal. She says, books are the aggregate of human wisdom. My impossible dream is to read every book in the world. And it's like, fuck you. Hey, same. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, they go, they go to um, say hello, goodbye to Shinji before everyone dies. Uh, yeah. And that's when... That's when... Asuka asks, like, have you finally figured out why I'm so mad at you? And he's like, yeah, it's because uh, I, di- I didn't help you and I didn't kill you because I didn't want to take responsibility. And for one, that 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 sentence doesn't make any sense. Like, no. like it's one thing to not want to take responsibility for, like, it's one it's one thing. Okay, so imagine, like, if if the, if the scenario was like put her out of her misery, or stand by and let uh let the kind of like the autopilot of ava kill her more painfully but and because he didn't if if that was the if that was the dilemma in the original situation and he did nothing because he didn't want to take responsibility for her death that would be that would that would fit what she's saying um but that's not what the situation was at all it also of course doesn't make any sense because how could she be mad at him if she was dead uh, that, that also but also <laughs> it, but i didn't like if if the options were help her or kill her and you like of course you want to take responsibility for doing the good thing uh, but also that wasn't even the situation the situation was uh like like he, he for like he had no idea how to get her out of the Ava. Like the most he could do at the time was not follow orders to kill her. And then, but the quit very quickly that was rendered moot because he was put in autopilot and had to watch as he, as his Ava attacked her. And so it's completely incoherent kind of like this, this it's, it's not only are they like retconning what happened, but the, 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 the way they're, the way they're they're in, they're redescribing it doesn't make any sense yeah the, the whole situation doesn't make because like another thing that this movie seems to forget about the original show is that in the original show shinji asuka rei masato and gendo are all fucked up in fact every character in the show is fucked up and the end of the original show spends a bunch of time dealing with each of their problems in turn but yeah. this movie seems to think that shinji is the only one who's fucked up and everybody else is always right yeah like like the, and that yeah that's why like i hate this so much because like in the, in, the, in the series like we got so much insight into like oscar and and how her character kind of 
is kind of parallels Shinji's in so many ways. Yeah. Like they both, they both have this similar craving for like validation and approval and they just met, express yeah. it in very different yeah. ways. Whereas here, and, yeah, she's, she's reduced to just like the woman who beats him up so he can have a revelation. Yeah. Like they, 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 they hand wave at her like stuff, but it's really not like substantial. Yeah. She, at yeah, all. she has no, yeah. Nothing that she does or thinks or believes or struggles with is important. You know, and when she's ultimately like they ultimately try to do like her, her try to redeem her, her redemption is at the hands of Shinji rather than at, because of her own actions. You know, Shinji like allows her, deigns to uh, use his godlike powers to allow her to live a better life. And it's like, go fuck yourself, you know. Uh, uh. And so, she, the, so, but yeah, but then she's like, oh, maybe you have grown up because apparently he got he got the answer right, which. <sighs> um, so yeah, so then, then we, we learn about what the Wunder is going to be doing next, which is going to it's going to be going to the South Pole to intercept with Nerve, who are going to like dive beneath the site of the second impact to cause another impact to do something, uh, to like finally initiate instrumentality or whatever the fuck, um, and. Yeah, so they restore the black moon, which is something that do- doesn't matter. Um, they talked about Grandma Tarkin monologues about the sacrificial offering to the vessel of the atoms, you know. Uh, and then we're introduced to Gendo, who for some reason has the fucking Cyclops uh, eye band from X Men on. Everyone's got to have some weird yeah. face covering. Uh, it, 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 but. Between uh, then and now, didn't Asuka just like fucking die? Uh, no, I don't think so. Like she tries to stab that Ava, then like no, this is later. And she... That's later. Oh, that's later. Yeah. Okay. I'm losing track of that. The... No, that's after they dive under the surface. Oh, I thought we got into... I, no, I no, we're talking sure about exactly. the plan. Oh, okay. I, I, I wasn't sure exactly where you were. In, no, no, no. We're talking about this, this is in the lead up. kind of bled together. This is in the lead up. So they're, we're learning, yeah, we learn what the plan is. Yeah. And so they're like, uh, I took a bunch of screenshots of stuff that I thought was going to be important and none of it is. Uh, she, Asuka gets like a haircut in like a squash court in like a sphere. It looks like the, uh, like a one of the endings of the Stanley parable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mari gives her a haircut, and she's like, "How weird that our bodies aren't changing, but our hair keeps growing." Huh. It's like, okay, fuck you. Yeah. Just let's. Yeah, and then we go. Yeah, so we go to the Ground Zero, the second impact, and we see Mari naked. Um, you know, with like a super low angle ass shot. Um, oh, because and they they excuse it, and then we see Oscar naked with a super high angle ass shot um and because like and they have this excuse because it's like oh they're getting into their new plug suits and it's like no you just wanted to show us teenage girls naked mm-hmm. um and yeah and then mari like comes up behind shinji and covers his eyes and it's yeah, like that, that's when they have that conversation yeah gorgeous gal with big boobs um god her name is fucking mari illustrious makinami it, i thought i thought that, i thought she that was a nickname she gave herself i mean her real name's Mary Iscariot. Yeah, but like her name is Mario Lestrius Makinami. Uh, a name you give yourself is still your name. That is true. I fucking wrote up a, a whole goddamn paper on that. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that got me into grad school. 
Uh, yeah, and so then they get into their Avas, and then there's just another long, long. boring fight scene. Um, it's so ugly. Like, there's there they, like, crack through, like, what looks like ice, but it, like, breaks into hexagons, and the effect looks, like, just straight up unfinished. Um, you know, the ship is so ugly, and it has so many details, and the cell shading looks so bad, because it's, like, a 3D model, and it's, like, shell shading every single edge, and it's, like, that's not yeah. how a person would draw this from this distance. What's wrong with you? Yeah, like, like the worst is yet to come, but, like, it's astonishing how bad the CG is. Yeah. Uh, like, it's worse than stuff made decades ago. Yeah. It just, uh, it looks bad. It is just bad. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand like given how much money this movie surely had it's because they, it's because Anno has waste. no restraint when it comes to technology you know like he because they can make an ice sheet that breaks up apart into millions of perfect hexagons and they can render that they're going to do that and it doesn't matter whether or not it looks good you know because like there, there's no universe in which this looks good like because they can make an extremely complicated over greebled ship you know, with, like, a million lines on it, they're going to do it even though it looks like ass and it would look better if they just drew it like a normal person. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's and a, they're, yeah, they're above the LC field that rejects all life stained by the original <laughs> sin. This whole section, like, this whole section is, like, what... It's, like, the, the bit just before instrumentality in End of Ava, where they're, like, the Chamber of Guff is opening and all of that shit. <laughs> Uh, and like it's like that, but that section in End of Ava lasts about five minutes. Here it yeah, lasts yeah. forty-five minutes. It lasts like an hour of the movie is just that. What if they were just constantly saying the Chamber of Guff is opening level shit for just the rest of the movie? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the Chamber of Guff is going to be opening for the rest of this fucking movie. <laughs> you want a vision of the future? Imagine the Chamber of Guff opening forever. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then they get into a big fight. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit. And then they launch just billions of Ava 7 series. And it's it's another just example of, like, this looks like shit. It's impossible to read. It looks bad. Like, it causes problems with, like, the video compression. Um, you know? Like, it's, it's a bad decision on every level. But they can do it. Now, what they can do is with the power of the graphics processing unit, they can put just put a model of an Ava into a particle renderer and have it render millions of them, you know? And it's like all of this shit just looks like stuff I could do in Blender, man. <laughs> like, it's... You know, like, they're, they're, like, falling towards, like, this enormous, like, red circle with, like, a black hole in the middle. It looks like the fucking Looney Tunes That's All Folks circle. <laughs> If only that was all. We, but we got another fucking hour of this. Yeah, and 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 they're like gazillions, gazillions of them. They're impossible to cut. Yeah, and I, right. I fucking completely forgot. I am. I'm sure this sounded better in Japanese, but Asuka in the subtitles consistently calls Madi four-eyed crony. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, and it's like that sort of thing is more common in Japanese because pronouns are avoided in most Japanese sentences. So calling right. somebody by a nickname or their title or their just their name is more common than referring to them by a pronoun. Even in situations where in English we would consider it awkward to not use a pronoun, but but it sucks. <laughs> yeah, like subtitles are 
like it's a, it's it's like localization is an art you need yeah like, come on um yeah it's really stupid um be creative yeah uh and then <laughs> i forget what this line context is but there's just i have a screenshot of just like it's somebody somebody saying it's just the 13th man-made ultimate multi-purpose humanoid decisive weapon too it, it might be the gyaru uh or it's mari yeah uh but yeah and it's like there the the, the gyaru like repeatedly says this is nuts and it's like <laughs> if it were really nuts you wouldn't have to tell me it was nuts <laughs> um, you know like i like if you ever let this be a writing lesson to anybody who watched this if you ever have been feeling the need to have a character say this shit is crazy or something like that don't if it's crazy i already know if it's not yeah turn it up if it's not you telling me isn't going to convince me so yeah and then asuka like dives into the ava and like tries to stab it but it has an at field which she wasn't expecting and so she rips the fucking limiter off and we find out why she had an eye patch the whole time which is that her eye has like a weird cylinder in it that she pulls out of her eye and it like allows her that fucking sucked yeah it's like and it like allows her to like go berserk and turn her ava into an angel somehow i think think that's why i think that's when i wrote in my notes just lol why yeah uh yeah and it's just like there's just so much fucking noise the gates of hell are open once more um they turn the black moon into uh a, a two spears two giant spears uh and they're and the title's like no they can't use the ships built to be the guardians of guff as a trigger uh it's it's woof it's woof it's it's just like there's so much just nonsense and there's just so much just like of like the really cliche like just it's like watching dragon ball z it's just like everybody like communicates intensity exclusively by screaming and just going ah like fucking super anime screaming um and it it just it it just completely wears off after like a few minutes like none of this stuff you just you just you just like all i could think about while looking at this while like the sequence where Asuka is like transforming because she's been screaming and the intensity has been so high this doesn't feel like that much of a ratchet up in intensity and all I could think of the entire time was just her voice actress standing in the vocal booth screaming into a microphone with Hideaki Anno like stroking his chin at just that side like that's literally the image that was in my head as I was watching this I could not consider this as a performance I I could not consider this except as a performance I couldn't consider this as a character doing something difficult or stressful or traumatic I could only consider this as a person screaming in a vocal booth while a cartoon happens it was just yeah and then she screams like i'll neutralize new unit o2's at field with my own at field and it's like none of this means anything what are you talking about you know like it's 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 just the most the worst anime shit like just None of it makes any sense. And they're like, and they're like, yeah, remember the bit from like episode like 20 of the original series when uh, the Ava goes berserk and like starts chewing on the other Ava 
um, and like starts tearing it apart and there's blood everywhere. Wasn't that fucking sick? What if we did that every five minutes? You know, like what if we just kept doing that? Because it was so sick that to one time it happened. It's got to be just like multiplicative, right? Every time it happens, it's more sick, you know? Like it's it's just like no no restraint, nothing, like nothing that, no understanding of what made that moment powerful in the first place. You know, like this is, it's so much more like the, the it's so much like crazier stuff happening and it has so much less impact than simply the Ava getting on all fours and tearing an angel to pieces with its teeth you know like like that it's just so much less effective than that than that one simple bit which isn't even it the animation isn't particularly complicated you know like the shot isn't particularly complicated it's not particularly intense there's no crazy music it's just unsettling you are witnessing yeah, yeah. something non-human it's you know and and here instead it's just like what if it was you know because like now we have like 32-bit color and we can use shaders to generate infinite fucking colors and we don't have to draw any of this stuff so we can just have it glow and all of this stuff and it just it looks like shit it looks so fucking bad yeah, yeah this reminded me of the you, you were i think you're i think it was you, something you said on twitter about like how like it's so weird that animation and games like idolize live action film when like they're so different and and kind of the relevant difference in that case was that you don't have like with film you have to start with what actually exists and film that and then you can modify it but you have to you have to start by actually like capturing images on film with animation and games you don't you start from zero and you yeah. can go in whatever direction you want you don't have to imitate life in any way and so yeah, when, when you and so when you talk about like yeah these like glossy jpegs and like how they put like this like yeah. photorealistic lighting over it, it's like why are you doing this yeah like you can so you much can, of you this can, movie you can so represent much. you can represent light and color and like the shape of objects however the fuck you want you don't have to imitate their real world counterparts like that's what makes like the best of uh uh like yeah. the ping pong and like um because the, pro the problem is the best of his stuff yeah. is that he doesn't feel bound by photorealism yeah and what's great about masaki Yuasa and and satoshi kon is also great about this we can we're, we are talking about satoshi kon is understanding how to draw less in the frame to draw your attention to what is important yeah, 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 um, yeah. You know, which you can't, which if your entire scene is 3D and you're just like moving a camera around 3D models and stuff, you can't really do that because everything, like everything has to be there. You can't remove elements because like yeah. you can, whereas Kon and Yuasa will just draw less and they will, so like so much, like in so many scenes, like the surfaces and the robots and all this stuff is is so complex and so dense with details that the characters become the least detailed and therefore least visually interesting thing in the shot and so then your eye is drawn to just like some random fucking piece of furniture because it's got a 4k texture on it and then and then you're not paying attention to what you're supposed to be paying attention to and it's impossible to parse um you know like this there's no attention paid to visual clarity 
you know, in any of these shots. Like, I'm, like, scrolling through this, and, like, once we get into the fight scenes, like, there's just nothing... I'm taking all these these pictures, and there's just nothing that looks cool. Like, I, I often, when I'm looking through these screenshots, I look for stuff that I want to use in the thumbnail uh, and the cover image for the, uh, for the podcast. And it's like, none of these images look good because they're just all so complicated. Like, there's so many fucking colors. Like, this image of... Like uh, unit unit thirteen, like choking out Asuka's like advanced like unit O two angel thing, and it's like it's just so there's just so much going on. It looks bad. It just like it doesn't look. It's it should be, and it feels like it's trying to be like an iconic image and an iconic pose, and it can't hold a goddamn candle to something simpler. Yeah, actually, the thumbnail should be the insane like face that we see when like like 15 minutes from here oh yeah okay yeah ray's face i think that's why i said nice face for a clown (laughs) Uh. um and then um, another one for the dumbest lines in history history list uh madi says oh no gendo wanted princess to become an angel (laughs) tfw Gendo wants Princess to become an angel. Yeah. And then Asuka, like, some, like, big nude Asuka, like, shows up and, like, gets up in Asuka's face and is like, oh, you know, the last Ava... She says a bunch of nonsense. She's like, oh, my original, huh? The la- or, like, this is the original Asuka or something. And then she's like, the last Ava's form mirrors that of a god. All you need to do is accept me along with my love. Come to me. Uh, and she says, she whispers in her ear, that's pointless, my cute idiot. <laughs> uh, Any cute idiots in chat? We're the two of us. Hey! Um, yeah, and then Gendo, like, flies to the the Wunder, because he can fly now. He can uh, fly now. He can fly now, and he's like Cyclops. Uh, and then Ritsuko just pulls out a gun and just shoots him. Just This is actually maybe my favorite image or, like, favorite bit in the entire thing is where Ritsuko, like, blows his head, shoots him in the head and blows his head off. And then he just, like, gets up and, like, picks his brain up off the floor and puts it back into his skull. It's fucking great. That's, yeah. I, I will, I will, I will unqualified say that fucking rules. Um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was good. Um, yeah, and then he takes like she, she like shoots off his visor and reveals that the reason he's wearing a visor is because his like face is gone and it's been replaced by just like I don't fucking know how to describe this. Just like yeah, a weird, just like a weird hole with like a a glowing cross inside of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who hasn't been there? And, and and Misato says, as though this means anything, you've used the key of Nebuchadnezzar and willingly abandoned your humanity? <laughs> Same. Uh, uh, you know, and, and this whole conversation is just them saying utterly meaningless sentences as though they have meaning. Yeah. I mean, hey, who hasn't woke up after, after a wild... I didn't realize they used the key of Nebuchadnezzar to abandon us. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about it. Talk about it. Friday. Yeah, night. and then he's like, oh, the Ayanami and Shikinami pilots were prepared specifically to be sacrificed to do this, whatever this is. Um, and, it, and, <laughs> and then it, 
Fritz goes like, no, all ancient life of this planet is being commoditized. All <laughs> souls are converted to cores and merged with the Ava Infinities. Is this the start of a fourth impact? All ancient and then like a bunch of like are being commoditized. Purple stuff. I, it's like they're like clearly like bodies. I think they're supposed to be like Unit 01s or something like that. And there's just like a bunch of them. And again, it's just like, man, this these blender particle systems sure are amazing. <laughs> you know, like it looks like a tech demo. Like, look how it, many it, of these models it, we can use with the, GP, the, we can the render. Rest with, of the, sh- the rest of the show is a tech demo. Yeah, like look how many we we can, uh, how many GPU instances we can render. You know, and it's like, oh my god. Like yeah, the, the CG just gets worse. Yeah, the second impact purified the oceans. The third purified the earth. The fourth shall purify the souls. The cores that form the Ava Infinities are the materialization of souls. We'll cast aside our vessel, the seeds of man, and our collective intelligence will be guided to unsullied paradise. Uh, the and the it's, fourth impact just destroyed all the pencils. And and and, and is like oh and. and uh, Gendo is like your father, Dr. Katsuragi, proved the validity of this proposal, the human instrumentality project. And Misato, fortunately, then says, I will stop my father's raving gibberish at all costs. <laughs> uh, a, a dad is a raving cop you have to, whose gibberish you have to live with. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's just like all this stuff. And I'm sure all of this stuff was like is like real meaningful if you're the kind of nerd who cares about Ava lore. But if you were the kind of order case about Ava lore, I hate you. Um, I was talking on stream today about, like, I was reading the Ava Geeks wiki to, like, get some information for the podcast. And I was reading about how, like, a significant amount of, like, the lore related to the show was provided only exclusively in, like, data entries, unlockable data entries in a JP-only PSP game. Um, and, like, if if you care about any of the stuff in any of that you should stop <laughs> uh we're gonna have some book recommendations at the end that you can yeah read you should inst- read a book instead of doing that um so yeah and then yeah and then we'll reject a plan that bows down to the gods it's just a hard reset yeah this whole conversation is so long for no reason um and then Gendo takes Unit 01 and then goes through the doors of Guff in the, into the anti-universe. Anti-universe. And it's like, man, somebody, somebody watched like a science channel like documentary about white holes and then just like turned it off halfway through and wrote this. Uh, yeah. It's... Ugh. And then Wunder can't go into the, into the anti-universe. Uh, and then Shinji volunteers to pilot Unit 01 um, to fight Gendo. Uh, and then the Gyaru shows up and is like, you're not going to let him pilot at Ava. He started the near Threat impact that made our lives a living hell. And then uh, Suzuhara shows up and is like, you know, you're not going to shoot him. I'm going to shoot him. Uh, <laughs> Get in line. It was what it, this made me think of was that gag from Airplane where the the like ladies like having like pre-flight anxiety and like the entire plane lines up to just like try to knock sense into her with increasingly blunt instruments. Um, uh, like it, it's exactly like that. Um, and then they're like, had you not piloted Unit 114 years ago, we would have already been exterminated, you know? Um, yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah. I don't Misato, understand any of this. Misato says some some bullshit, and then everyone starts crying and sobbing and saluting. 
Yeah, it's like all all of this. It's just like it's so reliant on you understanding like the minutia of the plot that I can't. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand why these people are mad or why Misato is defending no him or like what she's saying or if what she's saying is true or like what any of this means. <laughs> like it's all just and then yeah they're like oh we're all in debt to Akari to save us. Mr. Akari is our savior and our destroyer. <laughs> Um, it's such like a weird direction it's, to take Shinji's character. It's yeah, it's completely bananas. Uh, yeah, and then Shinji gets into Mari's Ava, and then they go down into this anti universe. This is this, this is my favorite line. Is that Misato takes Misato like takes her hat off and like she's like sitting down because she gets shot by Suzuhara, I think. Because um, yeah, she blocks. She, yeah, Suzuhara tries to shoot. Shinji and Misato jumps in front and then <gasps> yeah and then Misato delivers her the best line in the entire movie which is then immediately invalidated by the follow up line which is she says the only thing a son can do for his father is pat him on his shoulder or kill him <laughs> and then immediately follows it up by saying Kaji said that and I'm like fuck off <laughs> heartbreaking the worst person you know had a great one-liner yeah heartbreaking the worst person you know just made a great point uh, uh, that was i was so i was so elated when she said that because it was so good and then i was i i was i had that, oh, the wind sucked out of me i was i was eviscerated by the follow-up that kaji said that kaji said that so yeah, and then we go down into the blender, uh, fractal clouds, texture, shader. Um, mm-hmm. um, and Mari explains, Ava Unit 08 improved is overlapping compliant by incorporating Vessel of the Atoms in an extra four-in-one state so we can navigate through the anti-universe. Uh... I mean, I think that just means she's just, like, ate a bunch of other Avas. Yeah... Yeah, that's what, she, that's what she keeps doing. Later yeah, but why did they describe that as overlapping compliant? Uh, I don't know. Um, this Evangelion unit is IPv6 compliant. Uh, <laughs> with all with all those, this, they better be on IPv6 because they're creating a lot of them. They're gonna run out of space if they're only on IPv4. <laughs> God damn, you're right. Um. Uh, so yeah, and then we meet Gendo, who talks about like a spear called Cassius, the spear of hope. Um, and, and is and they talk about like, and Ritz goes like, he created a new spear for the fourth impact, and then he reserved two spears until the very end, probably to realize one single wish. And then the Gyaru, the only sensible one in this entire movie, says, "That's so stupid! What a selfish <laughs> jerk!" And you're, it's like you're right, it is stupid. This whole thing is stupid. Um, so yeah, and then there's the Golgotha object, which is like a, it's like a big cross made of other crosses. It's crosses all the way down. Yeah. And they're like, beings who are not human left behind in this place, six spears, the atoms in the world of the gods. My wife, your mother was here as well. This is the promised land, the place where everything started. Uh, cause Shinji gets into, he like teleports into unit 01 somehow They've, like, completely abandoned, like, any idea that these robots are, like, physical objects that exist. 
Yeah. Um, and we're which, just which fine. It's like it's okay. okay. Um, but like you kind of you kind of keep contradicting yourself all that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's just like oh, and, and yeah, and then so now they're they're fighting with the spears, and then they fight, and this is where. I was like, is it supposed to look like this? Yeah, this is where I was like, what? I think I it might at? supposed to be look like, but like I don't because I don't know why it would look like this if it wasn't supposed to look like this. But Someone also, I, describe for the audience. It looks like a PlayStation Two game. Correct. It looks like a PlayStation Two Evangelion fighting game. Yeah. Um, so this is when Shinji and his, his dad are fighting in like. Yeah. So everything is fully three D modeled, including the Avas, and they're all th- fully three D animated. At like sixty FPS. Yeah, and it looks it's really and then like they start like knocking the buildings around. It looks like it's like uh it's like Sunny Place actually. Uh... <laughs> oh, this is just a this is just a really a really involved Sunny Place Makima. Yeah, uh, and then, yeah, and, yeah, and they start knocking the buildings around, and then they start, because, like, the way that, I feel like they're intentionally calling towards the idea that these are fighting games, because they keep having them, like, spawn in on new, like, stages of, like, memories from Shinji's life, and then, like, having them face off and then start fighting like they're in a fighting game, but their moves are identical. Um, Yeah, make sure to put Sunny Place in the show notes. We should. I, I, I was going to. Um. Yeah, and and. But yeah, like like it's like there is, there is a way to do make like, use graphics as like use like old style. Yeah, because like the thing is, is it doesn't look video gamey enough, where it seems intentional. It just seems like they did a bad job. It just looks like a rush job. Yeah, like so. Uh, I I I would believe that this is supposed to look video gamey, but it, it like I say, it looks like a PS2 game. There are it doesn't it looks too good to be a PS2 game, but it doesn't look like good enough to be like in a movie. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it looks like it's yeah. It looks like an in in game footage from like 2010. Yeah. Uh, um, or no, even a little earlier than that. Yeah, it, so they keep fighting, anyway, and then Gendo is like yeah. the two Avas are perfect counterparts. Unit 01 embodies hope. Unit 13 despair. They are synchronized and attuned to each other. This is also as a rite of passage I must pass. Um, and then they decide to talk about it <laughs> uh, instead of fighting because they can't fight. This isn't something they can win with might. Which they just realized now. Yeah. And then Shinji finally asks the question that somebody should have asked a long time ago, which is, what are you trying to do here? And he, and he answers, it's the most, the question was, what is your handwriting? What, is this your handwriting? Like, really? in, in human history, it's the most, yeah, like, because he's just like, what are you trying to do here? And he's, and G- Gendo is like, something here that can only be done here at the Golgotha object, the additional impact that paves the way through which I may slay the gods. To that end, I deliver two spears upon this land. Magi Kape predicts that, uh, 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 this is like in, like, another thing. They talk about, like, ugh. They, they talk because they're now they're talking about, like, delivering a new spear to him to allow, uh, allow him to stop the impact. And they like work oh, on the right. spine. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So Masato and uh, Ritsuko like create a new spear and like and then and then uh, everyone abandons except for Masato, who's gonna finally like 
kill herself like Kaji did, uh, and to to yeet the spear to Shinji so he can do whatever. Uh, and meanwhile, we're getting like I want to say like a knockoff version of like the original series ending, where like 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 it's as if it was like sketchily drawn yeah that's a little bit later so what happens immediately oh, okay. afterwards is that uh is that gendo like takes him to go see black lilith uh which is like lilith oh, but right. black and then they're like in the basement <laughs> and he's like this is evangelion imaginary dr katsuragi <laughs> predicted the existence of this eva an eva that is imaginary and fictional and it's like they're all imaginary and fictional you're in a f- <laughs> this is eva's aren't real <laughs> Also, you can come up with an imaginary fictional Ava if you just wrote a story about one. That what are you talking? What are you talking about? It's like imaginary numbers, cast. It's a whole logic behind them. Ah, and it's like only humanity, with its ability to believe equally in both fantasy and reality, can perceive it. The spears of despair and hope become each other's sacrifice and trigger. The imaginary and reality blend together, and everything becomes homogenized information. The process that we write, not only our cognition, but the entire world as well. This is the only oh, means. Liberty now. Yeah, fuck, fucking right. Like this, it just like completely goes off into a dimension of like a Kojima dimension for like a hot second. Uh, and, and, and it's, because, it, like, the thing is, is, like, oh, we need to, like, fight or, like, have a conversation or something to, like, make the second, the third, the, another impact happen. And then he, like, takes him down to the basement, and then he just does it. Like, there's not, like, a conversation where Shinji, like, and, the, and them have, like, a back and forth. He just, like, starts doing it. And it's, like, you could have done it the whole time. It's, it's very, it's a very weird thing. And then, and, yeah, and then Good Face for Clown appears. Uh, this thing's horrifying. It's a horrifying. So it's like the giant ray head from End of Ava, but it's like, it's like got like cartoon hair and then like a photorealistic like pale white face, yeah. and then like red eyes. It's the most fucked up thing you've ever seen. It looks like uh, on SpongeBob when they have like real human lips. Oh uh, yeah. Um. Or like yeah, in like that that Quebecois children's show where they have the, like the like the little like 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 dolls, but they have they like they swap in like human eyes and mouths. Yeah, and yeah, it's deeply unsettling. And then she's like, "Oh, that's probably Ava Imaginary," and then and then she's like, "It's totally nuts," and it's like again, I know, <laughs> I know, pal. Girl, you never know. And then the oh, and then the greatest underflow error of all time. Oh, uh, so so like this is where uh, I like stopped taking screenshots or writing notes for a while because I was just so in awe of how bad it was. Yeah, so I actually this I this might have been a little, but this was right before we started fighting Gendo when uh, Mary dropped him off to go the fight, and then like he quote unquote gets in Ava zero one. And starts fighting, and then like they're they're all in the in the um, sky car, kind of like watching it on watching it on like Ritsuko's pager or whatever. And Giari's like, "How the hell is he piloting it? You said his sync rate was zero. 
Oh, yeah. And Ritsuko's like, well, maybe it was the closest thing to zero. And you see the numbers going backwards to like 9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
And he's like, I can understand. My job is done. Uh, I've assembled the things you want to do as you best see fit. Marry Iscariot. And uh, then I killed Hideaki on it with my mind. Uh, yeah, and then he he melts into Tang. Yeah, he goes pop. Uh, and then, he, so... Yeah, and then... She, yeah, she, and then so she, her, her being cast as Judas has literally no bearing on anything. it doesn't mean anything no it's, yeah yeah okay just i was making sure there wasn't something i missed yeah. you know um and then mari brings shinji the new spear it's a tiny it's so dinky and misato like sacrifices herself somehow to like stop the impact to like deliver the spear to him mm-hmm. um yeah and then kaoru asks shinji what he wants and he's like i'm fine I did, I did love that exchange. It reminded me very much of of in the show when Asuka was like, have you already given up? And she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Just serenely, wisely. I'm fine. Uh, um, and he then wishes to save Asuka um, and settle the score for what gendo did which is incomprehensible um and there's like a whole there's like another montage with asuka where she's like she's like a little kid and she's like i'm actually lonely all i want is somebody to pat me on my head <laughs> you know and it's like yeah we know you like it's not good characterization if you just say it yeah yeah and then they're on the beach and shinji is sitting there uh, and he's like, he's like sort of curled up sitting next to her and Asuka's in like a really erotic outfit for some reason. It's, I mean, it's her plug suit just torn it's up her, in it's, extremely yeah, it, yeah, ways. It's like the mo- yeah, it's her, she's in her plug suit and it's torn up and it's like, does her plug suit like a, just have like breast padding to like make her boobs appear bigger? Like what's going on there? Uh, and then, and then, uh, yeah, during their heart to heart, like earlier when he was like, I'm sorry or not doing anything and she was like yeah cool okay uh she had said like i had a crush on you back then blah 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 and so now here on the end of evangelion beach he's like um like i i liked you too back then and she's like okay and then she rolls away and marries there for some reason says take care of yourself and then she like wakes up in her like in the entry plug in like her like weird like naked outfit where she's like got the underwear the jacket on oh right um and then kaoru asks shinji if he'll be lonely and he says no it'll be fine uh and then they're like they're they reflect on the fact that they're like they're like trapped in some kind of cycle um where like oh, this is just yeah. gonna keep so happening got... over and over and over again you got some sort of eternal return yeah situation going on now yeah, which and yeah. like this feels very like a sort of metatextual relationship on on revisiting Ava, like having yeah, to retell the story over true. and over again, and uh, you know, and we see this we see like this weird AU where uh, Kaoru is uh, Gendo and Kaji is Moff Tarkin, and there's just um, yeah, and and it does this feels like a very like on, like the, the only honest part of this movie. <laughs> where it, it, it's just it feels like Gendo is admitting that he's exhausted having to tell this story over and over again. Um, and Anna, that, you mean? Um, hmm? Not Gendo. Uh, uh, did I say Gendo? I meant. Anna. <laughs> he said Gendo. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. You uh, know, it's in like 
yeah it's like i've got to i've got to break free of this goddamn yeah. prison um and they do it in the worst possible way yay yeah because like yeah so i was like a lot of the articles that the wikipedia article the development section production section of the wikipedia article sites are in japanese and weirdly in french so um i couldn't (laughs) i couldn't read the original source articles um but yeah but it becomes sort of obvious like um as you sort of read this stuff um what he like what his problem what what the problem with this movie with with this movie was and why it took so long to make and and stuff like that like um yeah so the following this trouble production of third film director producer hideaki ane became depressed and stated publicly in 2015 that he could not work on another film uh he worked on the wind rises after that um and then yeah then there was there was like a bunch of like weird legal stuff with studio gynax because his studio Kara had like loaned studio gynax 100 million yen and got an ano filed for like get debt collection because they weren't paying him back um <laughs> um what a mess yeah uh there's a thing yeah so like uh ano was very reluctant to work on the film in 2016 in 2018 ano had asked for the opinion of voice actors like megumi yagata who plays shinji on how to move the plot forward after 3.0 uh, Ano felt he could no longer understand Shinji, and by now his current self was closer to Gendo than Shinji, and needed Ogata's input on how Shinji could recover after the events of 3.0. Ano felt that at that point, the only people who could understand Shinji's feelings were Ogata herself and his personal assistant, Ikito Todoroki. Uh, Ano himself had to go to Paris for Japan Expo 2019, but the film's continued delays in production uh, prevented him. Yeah, so, like, there's all this stuff where he's just, like, um... You know, like, there was, as there were several changes to the plot, many voice actors had to come back and record lines again. In 2020, due to the pandemic restrictions, production slowed down further, and recording is mostly done by the voice actors separately, as many dozens of takes were necessary, and they organized themselves through a line group. Oh, uh, okay. uh, y- Yuko, Yuko Miyamura, who played Asuka, was instructed to do her character as completely separate from the series Asuka Langley Soyu. Um, yeah, like, it, 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 it is just like, um, there's, there's, there was so much of stuff like this. Um, you know, Ano had also been an advocate of employing new and innovative animation technologies combined with extensive use of motion capture and computer-generated imagery and employ them in the film. Um, Maeda and others noted that, nonetheless, that Ano seemed to be dire- directing the film more like live-action than animation, including the way he directed the voice actors, taking cues from theater techniques. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, one of, one of the most harrowing notes in here is that he, he brought in some new, some new talent uh, like quote darling in the franks creator Atsushi nishigori uh which wow that bodes poorly um um yeah like and like uh director kazuya tsurumaki details ano wanted to try a new process for the film instead of first creating storyboards then developing the animation based on them as is traditional ano proposed to first draw the animation cells and then draw scenes from them this technique was generally referred to the staff as pre-visualization he was once more inspired from the usual process in live action where scenes are first shot from multiple angles and then stories are created and selected during editing the latter half of the film however progressively returned to the traditional anime style because that shit sucks uh because you should storyboard live action films too uh otherwise you're gonna shoot way too much coverage and then you're gonna make decisions in editing and your shots are gonna be really bland you moron uh oh no i mean he was having a a, a crisis let's be honest yeah he was having yeah um a normal one for yeah. about 10 years 
Yeah. Uh, Tsurumaki noted that the original intention was that, the quote, the first 80% of the Rebuild series would be a compilation of the original anime series, and the changes would only start with the last film, in keeping with earlier comments in 2006 by producer Toshi Toshimichi Otsuki regarding the intention that only the ending would be a major departure from the series as staff felt End of Evangelion could not receive a sequel and the rebuild movies were not going to be quote metaphysical like the original anime but rather quote oriented towards entertainment this eventually <laughs> changed and major changes started happening as early as Evangelion 2.0 um he also noted that the previously stated goal of quote destroying Evangelion through the character of Madi was entrusted to an external party Anna would ask many of the opinion of many parts on, of staff including those not involved in the actual film, like office staff, for their opinions on several nuances. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, Mary certainly... Uh, uh... Destroyed Evangelion. <laughs> almost, got to, almost got to respect her for that. Oh, Lord. Uh, um, I guess we have to talk about the end now, that yeah. now they're on the subject of Mari. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, what happens is... Uh, so there's the whole bit about Kaoru and Kaji and Shinji and all this stuff. Um, and then we meet Ayanami um, and she has like really long hair for some reason. And she's like, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're in there. They're in a, in a movie set. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he's like, you can do whatever you want. And he's like, she's like, oh, cool. I can do whatever I want. Chill. Okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> what I want is not be here anymore. And, she, and he says, uh, I'm going to rewrite the world in a way that doesn't have Ava's a new world where people can live. Birth of a new world. Neon Genesis. Uh, <sighs> title drop. Title drop. <laughs> the worst title drop. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, yeah, let's just, let's just, uh, let's just do another rebuild. <laughs> Yeah, and then goodbye all Evangelions. Um, Thank God. There's like a weird sequence where like a giant Ava comes out of the ocean in like a pencil sketch style and Marty's in it and then she gets out uh, and then she, there's like a fan service bit where she's like in like a wet t-shirt or like a wet collar, like a wet school uniform. It's really funny. The Avas are gone, so she's back in her school uniform. Oh, it just so happens. It's wet and see-through. Um... Yeah, and then there are, like, adults, and they're waiting at a train station, and, the you know, Madi comes up behind him and is like... Well, across, yeah, and across the thing, you can see Kaoru and uh, Ray talking. Yeah. Um, uh, and, then, and then, yeah, and then, he, then this adult, Shinji, sitting at the bench, and then someone, uh, hands over the eyes, who is it? A gorgeous gal with huge tits. He, he, he knows the line now. Yeah. He, he, uh, and he's not afraid of saying tits. He's an adult. Uh, yeah, and she, um, yeah, and then she smells him for some reason, and they you smell like an adult. Yeah, and then they flirt a bit, and then they run out of the train station, and then it turns live action, and then it turns live action again, and then it's the movie's over. Then the movie's over. It's bad. It's really fucking bad. It's a bad ending. Um, but yeah, I mean, I th- we, we, I kind of I kind of jumped the gun earlier, but like, yeah, like it's 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 such a cop out. Like the whole like point of the original show was like learning how to survive in a in the world we're, uh, we're yeah. in and how and to it make it beca- how to make it clear better. That post end of Ava and post rebuilds and stuff. Uh, Anno is really worried about the kind of person who watches anime. 
and that he thinks because what this ending I think is actually about is that we can escape this cycle of is that this it becomes less about anything that the original show is about and more about escapism and more about okay. escapism into fantasy or escapism into like you know gibberish like the the door of guff and the anti-universe and the golgotha and all of this sort of nonsense you know oh is that so so, so the idea is with this live action is like stop watching anime go outside yeah it's it's literally it is touch grass the movie uh <laughs> Uh, is I think literally what it's supposed to be about. You could have done that in ninety minutes, Anno. You could have done. Oh well, you could have done that, like after the, after the second rebuild, after the first rebuild, after the after end of. You could, you, uh. Yeah, like I, and it's like Anno. If you don't want people to watch anime, you don't have to produce anime. Nobody, no. Well, a lot of people ask you to do this. You did not have to listen to them. Uh, no, I had a gun to your head. Um, yeah, you did not have to make this movie. Um, you know, but it's good to know that Anno agrees with us. Anime is for jerks. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's such a it's fucking really- bullshit ending and the characters are just so bullshit and they just do, the yeah. plot doesn't make any fucking sense and the characters mm-hmm. are uninteresting and the, the movie looks like ass and the sound design is really bad too. We didn't talk about that, but the sound design is terrible. Uh, and God, and there's like five different attempts within this movie to recreate the instrumentality tang Todd montage from End of Eva, and none of them work. Uh, yeah, it's zero out of ten. Oh, are we gonna do the? No, oh, the end? yeah. No, no point in doing the nine in the nine delights. It gets a zero across the board. No, no, no delights. Uh, no, there's there's no delight to be had here. No delight. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll sit. We'll spare a lot of time. We're not gonna go through all the nine delights. It gets a zero in all of the delights. Um, so Alex, do you have a book to recommend? Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, first I was gonna, as a joke, I was gonna recommend the paper by A.N. Pryor. Just thank goodness that's over. Um, <laughs> but that's not a book. Um, what I'm actually going to recommend is uh, Hurricane Season by Fernanda Melchor. And uh, I read the English translation by Sophie Hughes. So this is a book uh, set, I think, roughly 2012 via cruise uh, when there was like just catastrophic violence um the murder rate was um really high and this but this a fictionalized uh murder case of uh, a woman just called the witch uh, and it begins with uh, her body being discovered and then it has a chapter kind of each each subsequent chapter is from a different perspective of someone in relation to the murder uh, and so there is this, um, the, this, I think the cousin of the murderer, then the uncle, then, um, his kind of, then the, his like, qua- like common law, uh, wife almost, but she's just a girl. And then, um, his best friend never, never the murderer himself who is revealed to be uh like a, 
an interesting, miserable, horrible character uh, who's this kid who is stuck in this shit town um, where there's no real prospect of a future and he just does drugs constantly and sleeps around um, and he appears to fall in love with the witch um, who turns out is a, is a trans woman who is kind of like the local um, source of for like remedy remedies for women who, who can't or don't go to the doctor um, and then it ends up he, he ends up killing her because she helped um, his little girlfriend have an abortion. Uh, but like it, yeah, it, it's, it's about um, not just machismo, but queerness uh, in um, this, in this kind of little, this little town and just violence. The whole thing is brutally violent and um, it's not at any point. <laughs> like anything other than grindingly bleak except for when his best friend who's also in love with him kind of remembers kind of when he saw him and the witch together and how he kind of started to understand their their weird relationship um but there's a bit at the end where the local grave digger is kind of preparing for like the latest wave of uh, bodies from the morgue and he he kind of talks to the bodies and tells them that, well, at least now they're, they're going somewhere better. And like their, their struggle is over. And it felt like a weird way to kind of close out the novel. Um, but I think it, what one way to interpret it is just that not to kind of give up on the struggle of life and trying to make even the worst situation kind of a little more bearable, but, um, the trying to remember that like people who haven't made it who have um like at least don't get at least don't let them and like their death render you completely um paralyzed from from either grief or or guilt but that what you have to focus on is the day-to-day um trying to survive in a, in a terrible world um but yeah hurricane season by fernanda melkor all right uh i am going to recommend the diving pool by yoko agawa and so the diving pool is a collection of three they're called novellas they're not really novella length they're kind of like long short story length um the whole thing is uh less than 200 pages um and they the three story these stories are very fucked up in a way that most stories aren't uh like they're not fucked up because they have like a lot of like gore or anything and then they're just fucked up because they're about just like really strange people um so the first story is about a teenage girl whose parents uh run an orphanage in uh, and her falling in love with one of the uh, uh, like foster kids at the orphanage who is her age um, and her 
just having a, a weird a weird brain time about it uh and then the second story the second story is my favorite which is a story about a woman who lives with her sister and her sister's husband and her sister is uh and it's basically just a story of her sister being pregnant and being weird about it uh just just being a complete freak um the entire time uh and then the third story uh, which is probably my second favorite. The first story that the, the collection is titled after the diving pool is actually my least favorite. Um, the, the, the third story is about a woman who recommends, who's, who's like cousin calls her um, and asks for a recommendation for a, a place to live in town because he's going to college. Uh, and she takes him to like the dormitory, like the privately run dormitory that she used to live in, which is run by this like weird old guy who has a, who, who only has one leg. Uh, and it's like this, like there's like weird rumors circulating around the place. It's like kind of like em- weird and empty and it does not go where I expected uh it goes into a very strange location but yeah it's just these stories are um they're just about just fucking freaks just like the freaks in the world and they're just like but like they're 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 freaks that that all feel so real like they're freaks in the way that real weirdos are weird um and they're just they're just like like it's it's people do like fucked up shit in these stories and they're it's not like fucked up shit like killing a guy it's just like fucked up shit like like putting a baby in the trash can like uh like it's like it's like like that sort of like like way weirder stuff (laughs) than just than just like normal grade like fucked up like murders or whatever like it's 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 they're really good um i i i tore through this book very quickly uh so yeah that is the diving pool three novellas by yoko ogawa uh which yeah, is translated mine is also Snyder. very short too which is a uh, which it's another uh kind of point in its favor given I, this I specific context we're recommending things in uh so yeah so as we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast but you've no doubt forgotten because it's been two and a half hours uh we are going to next month watch Mononoke because it's Halloween. Last Halloween we watched Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales. Mononoke is a spinoff of that based on the character of the medicine seller from the last story in Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales. It's called Bake Neko. Uh, it's also got a, the only good one. Yeah, the best one that, by far. That anthology. Um, and it, it has a really cool visual style um, and, and just some, some really cool stuff. Um, so yeah, so that is, is directed by Kenji Nakamura and produced by Toei Animation. Um, so yeah, uh, Alex, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter, at least for the foreseeable future until they kill TweetDeck, uh, at Dun Dun Dun. You can find me on Mastodon at Catalina at Selfie.Army, that's Selfie with a Y. And I stream on Trash.com. Cloud. What about you, Ken? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Prophet underscore Goddess. You can find me on Mastodon at Prophet underscore Goddess at Skeleton dot cool. You can find the video games that I've made at ProphetGoddess.it.io. I also sometimes stream at Trash dot Cloud. 
you can find the show on Twitter at Animates for Jerks. You can find the show on Mastodon at Animates for Jerks at Skeleton.cool. And you can email the show at AnimatesForJerks at gmail.com. Please do send us an email about literally anything. We'll read it. Uh, about what we're watching next, about what we've already watched. If you have anything to say, please do let us know. Uh, yeah. Remember, thank, there is nothing. Thank goodness that's over. Thank, thank <laughs> that's, goodness that's, 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 that's over. That's my new. That's my new saying. Yeah. And remember, there's nothing less important than anything. I know, I know, I've let you down. Stop it!